Going? <laughs> are we going are we on hello <laughs> you're on <Red> team go <laughs> whoa 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 everybody you know what time it is you know what time it is you know what time it is it's real vile time babies that's right it's your main ripper behind the motherfucking trigger mr germ t ripper along with the tower of the hour killer <laughs> kelly miller <laughs> tower what up that's what I'm talking about. And of course, the Prime Minister Sinister, Ruthless Chris. Yo, yo. <laughs> Coming to you from a cell phone, sounding real shitty today. That's right. And we are traveling back in time for this week's episode by 20 years. Tonight, <laughs> we are featuring Shitfest 2003. Why? 2003? <laughs> because it's 2023, and we just felt like time traveling to 2003. So it's going to be some shitty movies from the year 2003, featuring, of course, the shittiest of shit movies that people shit on on a regular <laughs> shitty day, House of the Dead. Before we get to that, hey guys, what have you been up to lately? Oh, I've been in a whirlwind. Me and Chris had a weekend. Went to a show. My life's a fucking <laughs> whoo shit show right now. We're getting through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went. We went down to Detroit. We went and saw Prof. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of shenanigans this week. <laughs> Kelly's been going through it. <laughs> <laughs> we went hard on Saturday. <laughs> Who did yeah. you see? Uh, you got to speak up a little bit. Uh, the rapper Prof. Prof. Mm -hmm. Yep. From Minneapolis. I'm old and I have no idea what that is, but good, good for you. I'm sure you enjoyed it. It was a good time. <laughs> Lost my debit card, <laughs> and Chris has my credit card somehow for our Saturday out. It was a. <laughs> it was a shit fest for real, huh? Was <laughs> <show>? Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> We're gonna leave Saturday alone. <laughs> Yo. We're not talking about Saturday. Okay, <laughs> let's leave it alone. It was a piss show last week, and this week it's a shit show. Um, <laughs> shit fest. Yes, let's get back to the shit fest, shall we? <laughs> I saw Black Flag, and I thought that I was seeing Fish Friday night. They played uh, My War back-to-back, -back, which was great, but then they, they turned every one of their old songs into a jam band song that took five minutes. I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme should be... Um, you know, a minute, maybe a minute and a half. Yeah. No, it went on for like five minutes, and it just guitar solo, bass solo, drum solo. I'm like, this is. I got bored. I'm old. I'm bored. I'm leaving. So like that was that was the highlight of my weekend. Um, but yeah, let's get this terror train on the road, rolling down the tracks, lacking and uh, let's start talking about some shit fest for shit fest 2003. Okay. Just to clarify for everybody listening at home, Shitfest 2003 means that all these shitty movies were made or released in 2003. <laughs> all right, uh, Ruthless Chris, why don't you start us off with uh, some shitty movies? Shall you do that for us, please? Of course. Um, so 
what I discovered in doing Shitfest 2003 is uh, it was actually a really shitty year in movies for horror to begin with. So there was a <laughs> lot of uh, there was a lot of shaft to be great gained from all that wheat. Uh, and I went a, a deep shaft diving, <laughs> and uh, uh, I went pretty hard in the paint. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about, uh, just because it correlates with last week, uh, and because it came out in 2003, I finally sat down and watched the sequel to American Psycho. American Psycho 2, All-American <laughs> Girl, starring Mila Kunis and William Shatner. Boy, oh boy, this movie. Um, it originally was not supposed to be an American Psycho sequel. Uh, Lionsgate made them shoehorn that all in. Uh, this was written and directed by the guy who made Dawson's Creek. So, uh, so it has a very um, sitcom <laughs> vibe. Uh, it starts with Mila Kunis's character murdering Patrick Bateman. You don't get to see him because, you know, they obviously couldn't get Christian Bale. Uh, so they have him in his poofy eye mask uh, that he used in the first one. And he's wearing um, dish gloves and a, and a satin robe for some reason. And uh, she's, a, she's a child being babysat. Patrick Bateman's killing her babysitter. She gets turned on by this, kills Patrick Bateman. And then it goes into this really horrible voiceover <laughs> about how she's going to be like a Dexter type thing where like she hates serial killers now. So she's going to go to behavioral science school, get into Quantico and hunt them for the FBI. So that's the setup. Uh, where this goes is William Shatner's her teacher. Her teacher's banging her, her roommate. Um, she starts murdering anyone that's up for a TA's assistant. Cause anyone that's been a TA for William Shatner has gotten in uh, to Quantico uh, and gone through. So she just starts murdering the dick out of everybody. The entire time it's playing this really weird indie rock soundtrack mixed with like the music that we would hear from in between like a SpongeBob um, interlude. <laughs> it's, it, it is so insanely out of place for the movie. Like, like there's a scene, she, she, she strangles the first guy with a condom. She strangles him to death with a condom. And meanwhile, in the background, there is like weird spongebob country western music playing um this movie baffles the mind on how bad it is and then it's got one of those things that where you think it's over and you're like thank god it's about to be over and then there was another 40 fucking minutes and then it thought uh. it had a really qu clever twist ending um this was bad it was real bad uh not even a lot of blood um this was the most boring of all the shit fest movies i watched um, everyone else I had a lot of fun with this one I was just praying for it to be over at one point Mila Kunis makes out with Patrick uh, uh, William Shatner and that's just gross uh, she was 18 when she made this movie he was probably about 102 um, yeah would not recommend I gave it one and a half <laughs> just because it was funny to see Mila Kunis murdering people uh, aside from that yeah dog shit utter dog shit shit fest 2003 <laughs> Uh, ruthless, uh, Mr. Chris. Uh, what is this streaming on? Everything. You can even watch it on YouTube. Um, I think I watched it on Tubi, uh, but it's everywhere. They get you can you could probably ask the company who made this. And they'll probably drop a pallet of DVDs off here. You get no one probably bought it. 
Um, this was on level with like the badness of S. Darko. If you remember the, the ill-fated Donnie Darko sequel, <coughs> this was even worse. And what's what odd uh, is when uh, she did this, she had already been on that 70s show for four years and Family Guy for two. She didn't need to do this bullshit. But... <laughs> it sounds like uh it sounds like you took one for the team and you watched it so we don't have to um i kind of sort of remember starting it one night coming home drunk when i still drank um but i don't remember anything about it except for it starring you know uh that 70s show mila Laura? what's her name oh mila kunis oh mila kunis Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've Kunis. seen this one years ago, but I definitely don't remember it at all. I totally remember her being in it, though. Right? Yeah. And that I, is like totally, it's it, it's like Troll 2. You know, it doesn't have yeah. anything to do with the original film. <laughs> right. No. No, except like Troll 2 is fun to watch. This, well, I'm guessing I, this is not. This is, sounds incredibly boring. I guess the reason it's called All American Girl was that was the original name of the movie, and then they just tacked American Psycho in the beginning. And the only thing it really has to do is they like they added in like the opening scene with Patrick Bateman in it, which is awful. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. Um, for some reason, he's just like you can't tell how he's murdering this woman. It looks like he's just staring at her vagina and she's shitting blood. It's really weird. <laughs> Isn't um, that how you murder women anyway? You just stare at their vaginas and they burst out in blood. I thought that's how it worked. At least I don't know. I, I know a lot of exes of mine that would no longer be alive if that were true. <laughs> they would be unalive yeah. Ooh la la alright well uh, Killer Kelly what do you got for us oh, my first piece of shit this week is <laughs> <laughs> 2003 obviously uh, The Ghouls written and directed by Chad Farron starring Trent Haga um, this one was super shitty and it looked like it was shot on a fucking potato or something <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, it basically follows this um like failing video videographer or like video journalist who like like in um Nightcrawler, you know, with what's his name? Dylan Hall. Yeah, Dylan Hall. He just kind of goes around filming like the worst of the worst that he can, like everything from rapes to fucking like murders. Um, he had a video of like children being burnt in a house that he was just selling to creeps on the street and shit. This is before Dark Web, is it? Is it 2003? No? Maybe? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. Like, I can imagine his shit would have been probably on there. But, yeah, I mean, this guy smokes so much in this fucking movie. Like, I think every scene he had, like, a cigarette. Like, <laughs> this dude's grimy as shit, so he's going around trying to film shit, and he stumbles across um, some zombies basically eating somebody in an alley. And then it kind of breaks into this whole, like crazy ass zombie movie it it sucked there is a lot of gore a lot of um random nipple shots just like <laughs> just nipples <laughs> a lot of good was gore. good for that like it was extremely low budget like i'm talking like some friends got together and like you know filmed this in a fucking alley in their neighborhood or something you know it wasn't terrible like the the characters were interesting um Man, it was dog shit though. <laughs> I'd probably give it like a two this and wasn't a half. Terrible, but it's dog shit though. <laughs> it it was at least entertaining. It was more entertaining than one of them that I watched. 
but <laughs> fuck. I think I give it a two and a half. I mean, for as low budget as it was, they actually made it watchable. Extremely gory. Um, lots of intense zombie eating and entrails being ripped out. And <laughs> like I said, potato. Potato or yeah. flip phone. This thing was filmed up. <laughs> the uh, the cover you sent me looked like they did, they took about thirteen seconds to Photoshop. Jesus Christ! In the early days of Photoshop, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Two so you and said a half. you gave it uh, you gave it two and a half stars. Yeah, yeah, maybe two and a half, maybe two. And what's two, it streaming on, or is it streaming? Tubi. It's on Tubi. It's on Tubi. What is it on Tubi? I guess there's a few things here and there that isn't on Tubi. There's a few um, I was looking for that weren't on Tubi. It's funny that you mentioned Chad Farron. Uh, I I actually reviewed his movie Parasites from 2016, and I thoroughly Ooh. enjoyed it. Um, so I kind of now that you said it's by him, though, I kind of want to go back and watch it. I don't it's know if it'll make me think terrible, man. I don't it's know if I want to think less of him because I actually <laughs> like Parasites a lot. Well, obviously, uh, what what year did Parasites come out? 2016. Okay, so he so had some like years. years. Like later, this yeah. might have been at the beginning of his career. Like, you know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was kind of a hoot. I laughed a lot. Okay, so yeah, I, I could <laughs> yeah. see the two, two and a yeah. half rating. Then, if you laughed, you enjoy. You know, it was dog shit, but at the same time, you had some fun with it. Yeah, yeah, it was watchable. That's kind of. Like- it won't be watchable for everybody. Like, not everybody's going to agree with that at all. You, you got to really like some like super B horror movies to <laughs> even appreciate this one, you know? Because as soon as it starts, it starts, you're just like, ooh, fucking yikes, you know? <laughs> Which I'm guessing, though, you know, most yeah. of our listeners fall into that category. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, but but you uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like unlike the first film I'm going to talk about, at least that one made you laugh a little bit. Mm hmm. First movie I'm going to talk about, of course, is from 2003 because it's shit fest, shit fest, shit fest, 2003. <laughs> shit fest, 2003. <laughs> shit fest. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, but this one is called Sick, and it's an acronym for Serial Insane Clown Killer. I've seen oh, this. Oh, my goodness gracious <laughs> gravy. Oh, this movie is... Horrible, 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 horrible. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Um, <laughs> the plot, the plot is a classic sort of st- setup of a, you know, a slasher film. A couple of friends are chased by, well, except for the killer clown part, but you know, friends go into the woods for a wild weekend, and that's when like they introduce the concept of the killer clown. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's shot on video, which I wouldn't mind so much if they there was more going on. But, like, the majority of the movie, it's just these horrible people sort of having conversations back and forth and flashbacks. And nothing really happens. It's, it's really boring. And that's the worst thing. Like, you can make a shitty movie as long as it's funny or yeah. it's exciting, or you know, the action. It, it. I would rather watch a movie made for no money that actually keeps me interested than a movie that has me checking to see, like, oh my god, how much longer is this movie? Get, how much longer is this shit fest 
going to be going on for. I, I'm sick of this shitty movie. You know, not like anything was stopping me from pressing stop because it is a, it was given to me in a box of DVDs from my neighbors. Uh, it's a cursed box, evidently, because um, pretty much everything in there is dog shit. <laughs> I will probably be selling it for a dollar at a yard sale this summer. Um, but yeah, and I, and I kind of remember my ex giving me this movie when it first came out, uh, because it's got a clown on it. And of course I love clowns, but yeah, there's nothing redeemable out the, about this film at all. I gave it a one and a half, I think. And I was being generous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a different scale with this episode with our, <laughs> I don't know I how to like, judge them, you know? Yeah, I feel like I was being super generous by giving this <laughs> one and a half. Because it's just, it is the dog shittiest of the shit fest that I partook in. Um, I don't even think it's streaming anywhere, which is weird. I would think that, you know, this would be on Tubi or Freebie or something. But it's not? <laughs> that's weird to me. Like, that's how shitty it is. <laughs> yeah, if they're not even like... What's that? If they're not even putting it on Freebie or Tubi. <laughs> there was a couple I was looking for. And I was like, oh, it's not even on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from your reaction, Chris, it sounds like you've seen Sick, a.k.a. Serial Insane Clown Killer. Uh, <laughs> what is your... Uh... Yeah, I, I sat through Sick once. Um, I remember being absurdly bored. Um, like watching drywall or watching like like paint dry board. Um, I remember there was hardly anything that happened in it. Um, I remember being on my phone a lot and I remember hating it and selling it immediately. That's about all I remember about it. <laughs> Killer Kelly, have you seen this or no? No, I have not. Okay, don't. If somebody ever says, hey, do you want to watch Sick, Serial Insane Clown Killer? Don't. <laughs> no, I haven't heard good things. <laughs> yeah, don't. Be like, no. You're trying to hurt don't. me. You're a bad man. Get away. Stranger danger, stranger danger. <laughs> I'll remember that. I have a no <laughs> shaker can. <laughs> yeah. Get, get one of those whistles. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep this train rolling because right now we're slowing down. And I don't want to <laughs> slow down. We got to keep the shit fest on track. Shit fest 2003. <laughs> Ruthless Chris, what have you got next oh, for us? Chris. All right. Well, here's what gets start having some fun. Um, everything else I watched was good shit. Um, it was shit. <laughs> it was big old steamy piles of poop, but ones that were fun. Um, so. I woke up with a bit of a stomach bug yesterday. I spent most of the day on the couch just watching shitty movies. This was the first one I partook in. This is Aquanoids. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can uh, stream this on Tubi. Um, it's also on YouTube. Uh, Aquanoids borrows heavily from the, um, the uh, uh, storyline of Jaws, but makes it with a uh, mutant sea creature man um that what you have is it starts off and uh it's supposed to start off in 1987 right but it's all shot digitally so to make it look like it was 1987 they just put like a bunch of fucking gel filters over top to make it look like it was just like you were just seeing it through mud but a, <laughs> a woman and her boyfriend are banging on the beach and a uh, very ill 
spitting monster man. The, all right, the, the thing about this movie, before I even start describing anymore, there's about a million shots of this aquatic creature, right? I love me aquatic horror. I love like that kind of stuff. They didn't make the suit waterproof. Um, so they had to like kind of shoot around that. So there's a lot of them like they'll be on the beach and you'll see like a hand come from the water and grab them and like your brain, you know that it's just a guy laying in a quarter inch of water doing this, but you know, they try to make it look like I'll be a drug into the water. No, it's a beach. Uh, but even like even when it's in the water. Like, they'll have it, like, kind of float there, and you see the costume getting all waterlogged behind him and, like, coming apart, and, like, the makeup coming off his face and shit. It's priceless. But anyway, uh, so they're banging on the beach. Uh, dude um, emerges from his quarter inch of water, uh, kills them. Uh, the townspeople find out about it. There's a cover-up, and they, they supposedly kill this thing. Um, but, like, it's a local myth in the townsfolk now the aquanoid kills people in the water right cut to <laughs> you have this uh scientist and i say that as loosely as possible because she's about <laughs> as much of a scientist as um uh denise richards in that uh, uh james bond movie where she <laughs> plays the nuclear physicist and she couldn't even say nuclear properly um <laughs> uh so you have a a blonde a uh, very busty beach babe who is a uh, a wa- or a na- natural scientist, and she's married or she's married to this cop. They're about to have this big weekend, and you know, just like Jaws, it's 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 a big weekend. It's going to be a lot of uh, um, uh, tourists coming in, a lot of stuff on the water. They're going to have fish fries and crab eating contests and all this shit. And she goes to the water and sees the aquanoid, and it tries attacking her. Tells the boyfriend he doesn't believe him. The whole rest of the movie is like them stay off the beach, and then like you have the mayor and the local government trying to cover it up. But unlike Jaws, the the mayor and the local government like to have shootouts with the cops to get them to not investigate this thing because they can't just you know like any any other movie be like we're your boss, just don't do that, and they'd be like okay. Instead, they just shoot them. Um, you got a really uh, awesome-looking monster that's fighting jet skis a lot of time. Uh, harpoon fights, a lot of boobs in this thing. This is uh, <laughs> a lot of a. Uh, this is a movie. Half this movie is an excuse to get women naked. Um, most of the monster fights happened in a quarter inch of water. Um, with that being said, oh, and the the monster vision is a fisheye lens through like blue uh, uh, laundry detergent. It's a really weird-looking camera angle. Um, I had a blast with this fucking thing. <laughs> I was laughing so hard the whole way through. Like, they're trying to keep people off the beach. So they're handing out these flyers, and it's just shit they print up on the computer. It just says, don't go in the water. Danger. And that's it. <laughs> just normal font. Here you go. No, like, hey, there's a monster in there. You're going to die. Don't go in the water. Danger. <laughs> um, with that being said, if you like dog shit, this is one to, to pop some corn with about 15 of your friends. And make fun of because it's a silly, silly fucking movie. I had a blast with it. Um, I, I'm giving it two and a half, but that's a loving two and a half because it's also dog shit. I can't give it like a real decent score because it was made for thirteen dollars with a monster that is an, a water monster that couldn't go in the water. Uh, but yeah, Aquanoids. <laughs> I love. I it. doubt either of you seen this. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, what's it streaming on? Tubi and Freebie. 
Of All course. right. So if you want to check out this Jaws ripoff of Aquanoids about monsters in the in an inch of water and boobies, you can check it out on Tubi or Freebie. <laughs> Very exciting stuff there. <laughs> Very oh, they, exciting stuff. Aquanoids. They make the boyfriend talk or in a southern fest, accent for no shit reason. Fest, <laughs> shit fest 2003. <laughs> All right. All right, well, Killer Kelly. What man. kind of shitty shit fest for 2003 do you have uh, for us? This was my favorite of the three I watched. I mean, after House of the Dead, of course. So, <laughs> good lord. We'll get to that. Um, killer Rats. I think it was actually later released as just Rats. They took the killer out of it because when I found it, it didn't have the killer in front of the name. Yes, 2003. Free. 2003 on Freebie <laughs> and Tubi. Um, this one's directed by Tibor Tekis, starring Ron Perlman, uh, Hellboy. <laughs> I don't know if he's star. He's not really like the star of it. I don't think he was that big then. But he's he's the doctor in this. Anyway, <clears throat> this movie starts out. There's like I don't know gas people or something, and they're they're messing around this um the uh, Brooklyn Brook brook park institute or something it brookdale brookdale institute it's a place where people go to like mental illnesses or to get sober or that sort of place but they've been having a lot of like real bad juju like a lot of there's some like there's some shit going on in that place and people want to get down to the bottom of it but anyway in the opening scene scene of this these gas people they're looking around they're like oh there's some rats down here and one dude like goes into a hole and just gets like drugged straight into the hole like those are obviously some big ass rats then it moves on kind of cut scene to them bringing this girl in handcuffs in the institute and like she's like oh goes and talks to ron perlman and he drugs her and shit Come to find out, she's a reporter trying to get down to the bottom of what's going on in this place. <laughs> and But there's, like, people keep disappearing, and they're like, well, they're not getting out. What they're being, what's happening is they're being eaten by rats. And these rats have, like, little glowy eyes. They're fucking, <laughs> like, red glowy eyes. A girl will be sitting, like, smoking in the, <laughs> in the hallway, and a little rat will come up. And then they all just swarm her. And there's, like, a pork chop-sized rat that's apparently a super rat. With glowy eyes, very <laughs> shitty CGI. <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie was extremely cheesy but funny as shit. Like, I actually enjoyed this one. Uh, the exterminators come in to go check some shit that's going on. They kind of got these like ectoplasm sort of guns, like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're very like slapsticky like they're they're stupid dudes you know like one accidentally shoots the other one with the gun he's like stop shooting me i'm getting eaten by rats <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous um and then it kind of goes into there's one of the inmates without giving away too much feels like he's clairvoyantly communicating with these rats <clears throat> they're like his pets <laughs> got a willard situation Kind of. Was it Crispin Glover? <laughs> no, no. This movie, I had fun with this. It was absolute dog shit. Dialogue was terrible. It was it was gory, but I fucking laughed a lot. Like, what the fuck? You know, just yeah, some of the I lines they say. <laughs> it's on Tubi. Just look up "killer rats" because, but even though it'll just pop up as rats, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I give it a three. 
I mean, as good as I can for it being as shitty as it was, two and a half, three. You really can't go much higher than that with these movies. I'm judging it based on enjoyability, and I, I actually <laughs> I had fun with this one. That's great to hear. You know, I like to hear you enjoy a shit sandwich every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, man. You know? Dude, everybody needs a little trash in their life sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it is enough to be cute and dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> Such as killer rats. Killer rats. <laughs> so, yeah, three stars, two B, three V, all that jazz. Uh, and I think if you want to check it out, you should because it sounds like Killer Kelly had a good time with it. It's stupid. She had a good Don't time with wrong. it. <laughs> it's. You stupid. might have a good time with it as well. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna talk about another movie. Keep this train rolling on shit. Fast shit. Fast shit. Fast. Two thousand three. And the movie I'm going to talk about actually wasn't very shitty. Uh, I mean, it looked like shit, but that's uh, because a bunch of teenagers shot it on video and on their weekends away from college. Uh, so, yeah, it's not going to look that great, but it's hilarious. Very great, absurdist humor. Uh, very smart and well done. It's called Hey, Stop Stabbing Me. Holy crap, I was not expecting to thoroughly enjoy this movie as much as I did. If you enjoy humor along the lines of um, Kids in the Hall or um, what was okay. that? Uh, what was that show on MTV? The State. The State, yes. If you like humor like The State or Kids in the Hall, something mm -hmm. like that, then you would probably enjoy Hey, Stop Stabbing Me. Because um, it's very absurdist, like bizarre, out of left field type humor. Um, and it it has to do with a, a serial killer, kind of, sort of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the movie uh, revolves around a recent college graduate. Uh, goes by the name Herman Schumacher. Uh, he's, you know, on his way home from college, but his parents don't pick him up. And so he like hitchhikes a ride and uh, looks for the first place to live. And they accept him right away to live there as a roommate. And he looks out the looks out in the backyard and there's like makeshift uh, name markers for all the roommates that live there before him. And they try to play it off like the the guy renting out the rooms just like oh yeah uh, i like to name the flowers are my my former roommates and, and it, it, it's it, it's funnier than it sounds because you know uh you then you notice like a monster running around a big hairy monster running around in the background and he's stealing <laughs> socks nice. um, and they keep playing off that like the roommates disappeared because they've joined a cult <laughs> it's very funny um i'm sure i'm not selling it the way that it should be sold but you know for a bunch of kids uh making movies with a camcorder on the weekend uh this is actually pretty brilliant i gave it three and a half stars i don't think it's available for streaming right now um i got it uh from severin films they were having a sale it was cheap it sounded interesting uh but interesting fact is that the writers uh the writers and the director went on to make some pretty incredible films um most of which we we talked about uh there's a christmas film violent night 
So you go from making a shot on video movie with your friends on the weekends called Hey, Stop, Stop Stabbing Me, writing and directing this huge, big budget, uh, gory action Christmas movie, Violent Night. So you never know where life is going to lead you. And uh, yeah, I gave it three and a half stars. And if you got a chance to buy it or rent it, uh, I highly recommend it. You know, just ignore the fact that it was made for $200 by friends with a camcorder. <laughs> but on that note, let's keep this train rolling, because I'm guessing you guys haven't seen Hey, Stop Stabbing Me, have you? No. Nope. No. Uh, yeah, let's keep this train rolling down the tracks, and I'm going to pass the mic, the Shit Fest 2003 mic, over to Ruthless Chris. What you got for us, baby? So I'm trying to decide which one I want to do next. Do you guys want to hear about Scream in the Hood, or do you want to hear about Giant Scorpions? Oof. Oof. That is a Oof. tough choice. <laughs> kind of Scream in the Hood. Yeah. Let's let's just go with Scream in the Hood, baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was going through Tubi, and I was just looking for stuff made in 2003. Um, I started this thing blind, not knowing what it was at all. Uh, it had a really dumb cover. It was called Cutthroat Alley, um, which I is even a dumb name <laughs> for the. It's a dumb name for the movie itself, too. Um, I should have knew when I was in trouble. When the opening credits started and the first two top actors billed were Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mac Ten from The West Side Connection. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you have here is exactly what I said. It is. It is. Scream meets Boys in the Hood. And they, they so they tried to merge these two genres together. And they took all the keystones from both. So like it starts off with like, you know how every hood movie's got a narrator? Like you start like Boys in the Hood, Madison Society, something like it's always just like, Man, it was the summer of ninety-two, and my friends were crazy. <laughs> we had G Logue and Bobby G, and this is my boy Troy, who's the killer in the but you know, like it had that. Um, but like in all the, the gangster movies like you're, they're supposed to be like a tight group you know like 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 they're they're tight and then they go you know perform their crimes and they look out for each other this one these guys are just assholes to each other like mac 10 is always trying to shoot his friends and fuck his girl's friend or his boy's girls um they're, they're God, how do i even describe this movie um <laughs> <laughs> if you have seen Scream, they do it beat for beat. But instead of being in high school, replace anything that was in a classroom with either a cookout, being on the porch, or walking down the street. Um, the the they even do the two killers at the end. Um, you could you could figure out usually probably within a scene or two who they are. Uh, they don't really have the the money for the outfit, so what they do is that it's just a guy in a hoodie and jeans, and then he's got like a Halloween mask on, but then he's got like this super like ornate, like jaggedy, curvedy knife. Uh, the gore really sucks. Uh, the dialogue is so unbelievably horrendous. Um, <laughs> no, I can't imagine anyone that talks to anyone like this. Like it sounded like like. Like they had chat AI make the dialogue in this fucking thing. Um, there's a lot of funny rapper cameos from like 
Like, if you knew anything about, like, really crappy rap from the early 2000s, like, <laughs> like uh, yeah. people like Getty would show up. <laughs> like, there's a scene, like, he's in the open sea, he's just getting his dick sucked in the field, which I don't know how that happens at Compton. There's just a field in Compton. And a guy comes up and slits his throat. The girl sucking his dick somehow doesn't know his throat is slit. You know, because you, you could do it that quietly. He is bleeding on the back of her head. Like, it's like... <laughs> and she's a... Like it's so then he kills her. All the friends start getting taken out. Anyone that's like fucking with this group of people starts getting taken out. They all start blaming each other. There's a serial killer, and then there's like in the middle of the hood, they have like the 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 red herring character that you know you're supposed to think this is a guy. And why are you supposed to think he's the guy? He's the white guy that watches a lot of serial killer porn. <laughs> so that's the guy you think it's supposed to be. Um he wears a bar city jacket, has curly hair. Um, you know, very, very stereotypical. He's the token white guy in this one. Uh, would I recommend Cutthroat Alley? No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Mega Scorpion's the one I was going to talk about. I would have highly recommended, but this one was fun to talk about anyway. Um, this one I gave one and a half. This one was awful. Um, it wasn't even the worst of the hip hop themed ones I watched. I watched one called The Hip Hop Witch that had Mob Deep and Eminem and Raw Digga and all these guys. I'm not even gonna talk about that one either. But uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't watch Cutthroat Alley on Tubi. Skip it. It's the well, crazy I'm friend and the guy out of prison. There you go. That's off to you, ruthless Chris, because uh, you took one for the team, evidently. Because we've all seen. We've all seen it while scrolling through Tubi, yeah. Throat Alley, and none yeah. of us have taken the bullet. <laughs> I know that was. It's, I was like, mm, "That's 2003," and I eyeballed it, and I was like, "Pass." <laughs> thank you, Chris. It, it was 75 minutes. I had to watch it in two settings. Yeah, I had to take a break in the middle. I was just like, "Oh, I, fuck." When, when a short movie feels like a long movie, that's never a good sign. It felt, you know, the worst part is the one I watched after it was almost two hours long, and it felt like. A breeze compared to Cutthroat Alley. Fuck that well, movie. Was that the giant scorpion movie? Yes. How, how many stars would you give the giant scorpion movie? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it real brief. All right, Do it real brief. Cool, cool thing about the giant scorpion movie. Um, it was a J.R. Bookwalter movie. I did not know that going in. J.R. Bookwalters who made like Dead Next Door, Polymorph, all that shit out of Ohio, someone I grew up watching, so it was really cool. Um, I would give it three and a half giant CGI scorpions mixed with uh, practical effects scorpions attacking people. A lot of goop, a lot of greenness. Um, the, re the way they fight back with the scorpions is they rip out the scorpions' poison glands, put the poison glands in tubes of uh, like beakers, and then throw them on the other scorpions, and it melts the other scorpions. So apparently these scorpions kill scorpions. A lot of fun, a lot of boobs. A lot of melty, great special effects. J.R. Bookwalter's the man. Make more movies, J.R. It's been 20 years, for Christ's sake. Mega Scorpions, Tubi. Watch that instead of Cutthroat Alley. All right. Well, Mega Scorpions sounds <laughs> where it's at, people. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, check that one out if you got a chance. You know, because it's Shitfest 2003, and it's a good time for you and for me, baby. Ow. <laughs> All right, Killer Kelly, what do you got next for us, baby? Oh, this one's terrible. And it wasn't a fun terrible either. Like, oh, God. It was one of those where I'm like, how much longer is this bullshit? But uh, this is Devil's Harvest. This is 2003. Um, directed by James Shanks. Didn't see anything 
else he's made. Um, this follows an artist, like kind of like a failing artist named Dan and his fiance. It's a British movie, by the way. Um, so he follows them to this beautiful, like British, or him and his fiance go to this beautiful British countryside because they're. Um, he needs some inspiration in his life again. He's just kind of, you know, failing at whatever the fuck he's doing. And um, he goes to his old hometown where he meets Natasha, some, like, hot lady that's like, oh, you should stay in the house you grew up in. I own it now, you know? <laughs> so he stays there, and instantly, like, you can tell this bitch has other, other motives, you know? And there's also this, like, creepy priest that's creeping around talking about some shit that goes on in the water behind this house. Um, <laughs> so, like, dude starts, you know, fucking, he wants Natasha. He ends up leaving his fiance at this house to go chase this Natasha bitch. Meanwhile, at the house, the place is really fucking weird. Supposedly, with this priest coming around, it contains the gateway to hell. And there's a demon named D Dagon who comes out of the water and kills guilty people in the sea. <laughs> but the gateway to hell is in that house. It wasn't good, man. Like, it had a complete lack of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Anticlimactic, man. It was, there was, like, no gore. It actually had a very Hammer feel to it, but not good. You know? Like, I love Hammer movies, and it felt like that with, like, the beautiful scenery and, like, you know, the, maybe the British accent had a lot to do with it, too. But... <laughs> But man, this one sucked ass. I gotta give it a one and a half. I like I said, I kept looking at my watch, like what is even, what is going on? Like I had to like force myself to like pay attention to this one. It's not good, not good. Don't watch Devil's Harvest. Just fucking don't. <laughs> so one and a half stars. If yeah. somebody else wants to torture themselves, I'm guessing to be freebie. Like uh, yeah, to be freebie. Like they don't have a. <sighs> There's not much going on. It's other than, but at least but, they've got British acts, uh, British accents, yeah, right? Yeah. That's something. Yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Kelly took one for you, so you don't have to. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sounds like you guys, Cutthroat Alley and Devil's Harvest, are both big thumbs down. I'm gonna come in screaming hot on this shit fest 2003. With a movie that I, it, it came out of the cursed box from my neighbor, so I expected it to be a shit fest. Uh, it was made in 2003, of course, because it is shit fest 2003. But this is a South African movie that when I originally started it, thought it was going to be a Tremors ripoff, because it takes place in the desert, and there's rumbling and grumbling underground. But uh, this movie's called The Bone Snatcher. And... Uh, it is actually way better than I expected it to be. Uh, it's about uh, some miners that disappear in the Namib desert, and then scientists find the remains, and then they seek to find what killed them, which they probably shouldn't have, because it turns out it's not giant worms. It is tiny ants or bugs, and like these bugs work together to eat the flesh and the meat and and like everything off of the people really fast. But then the, the, the ants or the bugs or whatever they are, they sort of like work as a singular organism. And then they take the bones of whatever they killed and they create like, uh, 
they create like almost like a, a mechanism to get around using the bones of their victims. And I thought that was such an original idea and such a cool idea uh, that I, I gave it three and a half stars. It was definitely not what I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, a Tremors ripoff, but with no budget and funny accents. Instead, I got like this, uh, this sci-fi horror, you know, um, thing that I was not expecting. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It looks like it's streaming on Freevee. And um, yeah, three and a half stars for this shit fest that was not a shit fest. <laughs> I have I have always been curious about this movie. It's one of those ones that has like a cool box, and it's like they've always had the VHS since I was a little kid at the store. I'm glad you watched it because I've always been curious about it. And now from the description, I am really interested. Yeah, yeah. I've also stumbled across like the cover of this. I can picture the cover, but I've definitely never seen it. Yeah, it's like bo bones on a dune. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I expected nothing. I expected nothing from it. And now looking at the cover, um, I can see ants all over it, but you can't... When you look at the... When you're holding it, you don't even notice because there's like a skeleton laying in the dirt and all you all you notice is the skeleton, really. Um, but yeah, I actually recommend this one. Three and a half stars, freebie, the bone snatcher. Oh, and I think we just circled around. We did three takes all, and it's yep. time to get on to our main, our main event. We're gonna our take this train to Spoiler Town during Shitfest, 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 Shitfest 2003, <laughs> with a movie that I had not watched until preparing for this episode because people had said how bad it was. Yeah, Ooh, I... uh, it is. <laughs> oh, it's a hot fucking turd, man. Huey Bowles, <laughs> uh, House of the Dead. I think this is the movie that made him a household name. And now for our feature presentation. Uh, yeah, it was. It was like this <laughs> and like Alone in the Dark. He made like a stream of those like uh, whole, like video game based movies, like right in a row, like. There was that Jason Statham one you that was like a ripoff of like Lord of the Rings and the name of the king. I know a lot about Uwe Boll. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like what he was known for is doing these horror movies, cheap horror movies based off of video games. And yeah, he's done none a lot. of them like, were good. Like, none of them Blood were raid and Far Cry and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I will have to say that going in this with zero expectations, expecting uh, a shit fest what i got personally was uh, a fun time you know what i mean it's like this is what like 90 minutes an hour and a half and i this is a movie that i would definitely like throw on at a party or something you know be like dude you guys gotta see this you know and if i, I have that reaction to a film it, it it doesn't feel like a bad it doesn't feel like a bad movie you know what i mean it may be mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. not a good movie but it's fun <laughs> and if it's fun oh i'm gonna recommend it to everybody and right. I like i don't care who says what about it i i i need to find this i want a collector's edition of house of the dead actually <laughs> i'm sure you can find one it's so bad man oh all, all the all the conventions of proper horror or of proper movie making, none of that applies to this. Like the guy <laughs> is so inept at making a movie that that becomes its charm. You know, 
Like, uh, uh, there was so many times where I was just, like, looking at the screen, like, what the actual fuck? And, like, <laughs> and, like, the, 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 like, even the little things that, like, like, like the, the, the military woman, it said, uh, uh, Border control. It should have said border patrol. What the fuck? You know? Border <laughs> control. <laughs> there was there was a shootout in a graveyard. Um, about three fourths of the way through, with uh, a lot of special effects scenes and like a lot and a a very um, earwormy <laughs> original rap song uh, yeah. that literally had me falling off my couch laughing and cheering. I was so into it. Um, <laughs> I could see you doing that too, <laughs> and I couldn't understand a word the sea captain said the entire time. His <laughs> accent was so thick and weird. Of course, there's just the sea captain wandering around the woods there to tell him the whole story of Diet Billy Zane and how he came over on the ship of pirates. <laughs> well, speaking of the captain, uh, Captain Captain Kirk, actually, um, it's played captain by Kirk. Yeah, his name was, was Captain Kirk, and he hated Captain. He hated Captain Kirk jokes. Uh, but I know, I forgot by, about that. Yeah, it's played by Jurgen Putno, who is um, who was Sutter Kane in in the Mouth of Madness. I popped oh, when shit. I saw him. I was just like, "What?" Yeah, That's he was amazing. also Duke Leto Atreides in uh, in um, David Lynch's Dune. I mean, like, he's played so many amazing parts, and he's in this Shitfest 2003 lineup because House of the Dead is is, is an amazingly bad movie, but, like, it's amazing. Um, besides, <laughs> besides popping for him playing Captain Kirk, I also popped, of course, for uh, Clint, Clint Howard. Howard. Clint yes. Howard, yeah. Clint yes. Howard's great. As his second mate, Salish, who knows <laughs> that you don't go to this island, but, you know, they're, they've got, they're, what are they running, guns? They're he running was... guns, and so they're yeah. being tracked down by the police uh, or... And but you know they they go anyway because aquatic border control. Yeah, yeah. Why not aquatic border patrol control? Control. Yes. There. That's yeah. what the large patch said. I kept laughing at because it'd be like she'd be like railing off shots, and you could see like the patch clear as day, and it's just like why isn't it patrol? Why is it control? <laughs> well, people, when I was posting about this, about that I was watching it, people kept saying how uh, it stuck to the source material the the video game house of the dead i've never played the game so i, I, I have, have no idea have it you? even it even featured uh clips of the video game in the movie <laughs> <laughs> let me let me chime in about the video game there's not a lot of lore to this video game what it is is it's a, uh, what's known as an on-rail shooter right so it's you have the light gun you're standing there and you're it basically almost like a roller coaster just takes you through rooms and like you you can't control the movement and people pop up and you shoot them. There's no real storyline, there's no nothing. So sure. As far as that happened, zombies popped up and people shot them. Yeah, they, they kept to the lore. <laughs> I kind of I've kind of felt like that was the style of game that it was because there was a point in the shootout where like a zombie's head just Pokes out of the ground and it gets blown away, and then, like it happened multiple times. Actually, it's like, oh, and I was like, oh, you're like, oh, 
uh, in the, the graveyard scene, some of the zombies jumping over the tombstones. It was also like the video game for like how high they flew. Like, oh! <laughs> yeah, you never really get a sense of like some zombies are fast, some are strong, some are jumping 30 feet high, some are like, you know, you can just push over. It's, there's no real like center line of what their powers are. And then in the middle of it, you had the patchwork pervert running around <laughs> with his face all sewed up and, a, and like a black hoodie, and I kept calling him the patchwork pervert the entire movie just because he was, like, creeping behind trees. And then when he finally <laughs> has scenes, he's a pervert. He's licking faces and being weird. <laughs> Goddamn Spanish Billy Zane. Spanish no. Billy Zane, dude. Diet Billy Zane all day. <laughs> like the, the Spanish sea captain that <laughs> became the head zombie somehow. I, I like the... Uh, the $2 rave sponsored by Sega in the beginning, too. You had, like, 14 <laughs> people on a beach, one set of turntables, a big Sega side. It's like, everyone's coming to this rave. <laughs> the score the score seemed very, like, late 90s Mortal Kombat inspired. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, the soundtrack between the made-for-the-movie uh, hip-hop track, uh, you know, also seemed very indicative of a late 90s, early 1000s, um, bands like Prodigy, yeah, like, I am the fire starter type jams mm -hmm. going on. So it, it's kind of a product of its time because you also got like those Matrix uh, inspired fight scenes where they are dodging bullets and bending over backwards. And I'm sure if I had watched this at the time, I would have been like, "What the fuck is this shit?" You know, they just ripped this off of the Matrix. But watching <laughs> it. You know, twenty years later, I'm like, oh no, this is amazing, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but my favorite scene uh, is one of those Matrix ripoff scenes, and it happens in the the um in the graveyard. The graveyard. Mm -hmm. You have a character whose name is Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Which is an Asian girl in an American flag dress that they keep making Jumpsuit. very off cuff racial racial stereotypes about. There were the, so uh, many stereotypes in this too. Go on, go on. I'm sorry. The zombie like whips an axe at her and it's like spinny minute <laughs> and she like jumps up and dodges and like does she shoot it or hit it with a she hits it with a knife but it's like this camera's spinning around them and the axes go oh no it was this actually movie. it was actually way more bizarre than that because no she shoots at it and the bullet splits into like a million That's tiny right. bullets and then blasts the zombie away it's like how no, that's not how bullets work. But, you know, there's no logic to this, so there's no point in going, that's not how bullets work, because that's thinking logically, and there's no logic to this movie, and it's amazing. I'm going to keep saying that this is amazing until everybody goes out of their way to see it, because it's not streaming for free anywhere. No, no, I had to get Movie Sphere. I had to yeah. download the seven-day free trial yeah. and then cancel yeah. it just so I could watch this movie. Yeah. But it's worth it, man. I was talking to somebody while I was watching it. They're like, that is the biggest dog shit. And I'm like, halfway through, I'm like, I, I actually kind of love this. I started it I started it like, like maybe ten minutes, twenty minutes behind when Kelly started it. So like, her and I were messaging back and forth about it the entire time. Like, like, oh my god, this is crazy. She's like, no, wait till you get to the flashback scene with the the, the pirates. And I was like, what the fuck is flashback? And then out of nowhere, there's a musketeer at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it does everything. It does everything. I feel like we're getting Saturday Night Live character. What's his name? Sven or whatever. 
the, yeah. the, the swoopy hair who's like oh i love him Club has everything <laughs> It has zombies. They're running. They're jumping. There is shooting. There is chemicals. Oh my goodness! There's so much going on. I feel like that and, is and wait, wait. What we're at the the spent character is always talking about who Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Spanish um, Billy Zane in this. Yeah. So I mean this this is uh this is so 2003 that it's it. It almost hurts how good and uh, amazing this movie is. I'm not. I'm not going to stop saying how amazing it is. And I'm I laughed my ass off, dude. I thoroughly what? enjoyed it. Like I was sitting yeah. in my living room by myself. Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. All if, three uh, of us went out of our way to watch this movie. All three of us downloaded this movie sphere just to watch this movie, and it it's not a good movie. But it is a fun movie. It's super fun. Um, I will you know, say this. If, if I would have saw it when it first came out, I probably would have hated it too because it was so of its time and up its own ass. So, like with mm -hmm. the Matrix ripoff stuff, and like once you get removed from that, going back and watching it, you're just like, what the shit? Yes, yes, every bit of this. Yeah. So much so that I found out there's a sequel. I was like, I'm about to watch the sequel right after this. Then I found out it was just a movie they renamed to be a sequel. Uh, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. And is, but, uh, I think Sid Haggs in it. Yeah, Sid Haggs in the sequel. Yeah, he he's done a lot of dog shit. He did a lot of dog shit after he got rediscovered by Rob Zombie and put into a House of a Thousand Corpses. He did a lot of dog shit. Um, Sid Hag uh, has the softest hands I've ever touched on a man. I can, can <laughs> confirm. Not, I'll not speak <laughs> ill of him because I do love him and have his face tattooed. That's not ill. Name. That's. Like that was the truth, though they were very, very soft. I've shook his hand. Yeah, we met him and we shook his hand. And we're both walking away. Like his hand felt like like silk. What the hell? <laughs> but uh, you know, just to recap for people, uh, you know, this is a very sort of typical setup. A group of college students travels to a mysterious island to attend a rave. You know that happens all the time. It's very, it's kind of typical. Who hasn't for the done time. that? Uh, but it's, it's soon <laughs> taken over by bloodthirsty zombies. Um, before we wrap things up, I just want to throw this out there, Aram. If you've seen the movie, uh, Dr. Butcher MD, uh, aka Zombie Holocaust, it reminded uh -huh. me of a updated version of that, just with like trying to find the secret to everlasting life and like all the chemicals and you know, being on an island and everything. So, besides, uh, making me think of uh, Dr. Butcher MD, aka Zombie Holocaust. It also made me think of The Expendables and, of course, Matrix. I was just like, you know what? I love this movie. Um, I'm going to give it three and a half just for the fun factor alone. Uh, yeah, I don't care what anybody says about it. I think everybody needs to watch this film. Go out yeah. of your way, get movie sphere, buy give it. Give it a rewatch, man. Give it a rewatch. It's, it's a hoot. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. To watch House of the Dead, two thousand three, do it. You guys sign off with some two thousand with uh, some House of the Dead love, please. Yeah, man, I, I gotta, <laughs> I I gotta give it a three and a half rating as well. Not because it was good, just because goddamn it was entertaining. You know, like I I was thoroughly entertained. Of all the movies I watched this week, this one was the funnest for me. <laughs> like by far and i'd recommend you watch it don't i mean listen to the hate because it's 
people hate at it for good reason. <laughs> but it's if you like if you like shit every once in a while, man, watch this one. Chris, listen. <laughs> um, is this a good movie? No. <laughs> is it entertaining? Yeah. Is it endlessly entertaining? Yeah. There's not a single scene that goes by that didn't have something in it that at least amused me or irritated me, whether it had been the ham-fisted opening fucking narration where they set up all the characters and said, <laughs> what do you get to know? And they're just like, <laughs> yes. oh, and this is set. It's set that just that he looks, but he ain't so much the brains. Maybe if he was still smart, he'd still be with us. <laughs> you know, like that's how they introduced each Clint Howard's line, it's more, it's morete for Spanish, for dead, because you don't understand Mexican. <laughs> I'm like, what? The, 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 you know, the one character we, the, the one character I also really enjoyed, uh, like just to, just to, to teeter at how fun it is, the, the blonde cop. Who has about fourteen bullets for every head that she sees? Um, <laughs> she, she just comes in blowing heads off and doesn't stop. The, the very first scene you see is the smuttiest zombie kill I've seen in a movie that didn't include nudity. Like the blonde friends coming out to kill him, so she shoots her in slow motion, and the girl flies over in the tent. But they did it in such a way to make sure there's a close up, full panty shot. And she's flying like it's like one of those things where you're, like everything is just so sleezed out and weird and dumb. <laughs> you cannot help but love this fucking movie. Like you have to love dog shit. You have to go in knowing this is dog shit. You have to turn your brain on because otherwise you're gonna be like they're having a rave on the beach where they get the electricity. It's a bit of fake, <laughs> you know. Like where'd the cop come? Oh, they'd be way out of ammo by now, you know. Like turn all that shit off. Yeah, it's not logical. <laughs> be like. The, the, this is just, and I am over zombie movies. It takes a lot for me to enjoy a zombie movie. This is just like, like a coked out teenager's sugar high dream of what he would like to make a zombie movie one day if he knew <laughs> nothing about narration, storytelling, story arc, or uh, any of that. Just but like, you know, it's video I'm games. Make it the craziest thing ever, all the way through. And they succeeded, and I loved it. Uh, Uwe Boll, um, all his movies are dog shit, but I've watched more than I care to admit, and I've always been entertained by him. Um, I, I give it three and a half. Yeah. I'll watch it again. I, I actually <laughs> bought a copy so I could watch it again without having to <laughs> keep movie sphere. It, it cost me $1.19, um, not including shipping, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do the same. I, I've got to sing the praises <laughs> of this this dog shit on such a wonderful, wonder, wonderful occasion that is shit fest, shit fest, shit fest, two thousand and three, two thousand and three, two thousand three, for you and for me. <laughs> All right, I um, think. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> But uh, make sure you tune in next week when we check out uh, the 2022 uh, cult hit that hit the circuits running, uh, directed by Jason Eisner. It's Kids versus Aliens, and we're going to be talking about that on next week's episode. But for now, wrapping up Shitfest 2003, uh, you guys got any final words you want to say to the fine folks out in real vile land? I do. Go watch House of the Fucking Dead. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Killer Kelly? No, man. I agree. Agree to watch this fucking shitty ass movie. <laughs> have, your, right. have your own little shit fest. <laughs> yes. It's good In for this you. world of shit, have your own little shit fest. <laughs> or your own little shit fest 2003 from all of us at Real Vile. We hope you have a very merry shit fest 2003 in 2023. All right. Keep it spooky. Keep it creepy. Keep it real vile forever. Hey, all you cats and kittens, all you ladies and lady killers out there in real vile land. This is your old pal, Mr. Germ T. Ripper, saying keep it spooky. Keep it creepy. Keep it real vile forever. And don't forget, like, subscribe, and share all our content. Ow!